You're listening to Taos Talks, a podcast created in Taos, New Mexico, in collaboration with Taos Alive and Rocky Mountain Youth Corps, where we discuss topics on prevention, wellness, and anything going on in the heart of our community. Enjoy and thank you for listening. And today I invited Danielle Vanderpool to talk a little bit about a youth board, as well as her area of focus and her passion for doing what she does. So Danielle, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to anyone who's listening? Thank you, Cassidy. My name is Danielle Vanderpool. I am the Town of Taos Continuum Coordinator, and I am excited to work with different collaborative partnerships in Taos and to take on the initiative to move forward in creating a youth board. Um, The youth board is very exciting. We're excited to offer the opportunity to any youth interested, ages 16 to 24. And there is a prerequisite of um, youth have to have a prior engagement with law or even a citation. And it can be very minimal um, to be a part of the youth board. It can be any engagement as far as a speeding citation um, maybe there was miscommunication among two youth and they were referred over to the high school principal's office. And, um, or another example could be a first time offense or any kind of involvement with JPL. Juvenile probation officer. Perfect. JPO, not JPL. Got it. Okay. And then just to ask a little more about this youth board, will you share what the main point, like what would, so if I was someone in that age range, why would I want to join the youth board? What's the reason? One would be to gain knowledge of what it is to serve on a board and also to follow criteria of serving an office, uh, such as president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, to learn more information about the whole system. Also, there's great opportunities offered as far as leadership conferences, additional training. Um, if youth are interested in any specialized area, it would be my role and responsibility to research those areas and try to engage them and bring them a part of those wonderful opportunities as they become available. Um, in the past, on some youth boards, they've had the opportunity to go to leadership conferences in Washington, D.C. and learn more about the juvenile justice system. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Danielle. And I'm wondering, I know that there is a youth board established in Raton, and I'm curious if you could just explain a few successes that this youth board created for their community and for themselves. Thank you, Cassie. The youth in the city of Rockland has had many different accomplishments from 2013 to current date. Um, in 2015, they established a back to school bash and worked very closely with myself and a lot of different collaborators around a lot of donations for students and families in need of school supplies, backpacks, mountain bikes for giving away, basketball goals, lots of fun things and initiatives. And we created a fun activity and engagement out of it for our community with a very minimal resource in Raton. Uh, one of the greatest recreations we have is our outdoors here in Raton. So we always enjoy and appreciate that. And other than that, they have been engaged in a lot of different conferences 
and have had opportunity to travel to Washington, D.C. Really cool. And I remember you mentioning something about the youth board in Raton being able to establish a permanent position in their school for um, the restorative justice, even though we don't have that here in Taos, it's still cool to hear what they're able to do if a youth board were to be recreated here. So what, what was that position that they created and why? Thank you. So that was the position of restorative talking circles within the school district. Um, what the youth expressed after reviewing programs of the continuum is to be able to have a safe place with a facilitator to communicate and work through differences. So therefore, they wouldn't go through um, any kind of negative actions that may take place, such as fighting or bullying. But a lot of times understanding it could just be miscommunication, and this would offer them the opportunity to work through their differences safely. And they do that along with Emma Green. Um, it's really great what came about because Emma Green did some presentations to our youth board. And the youth had a really powerful voice in expressing the need and the wants of restorative talking circles more within the school district. Awesome. So what I'm hearing is they felt like they needed a voice or a place in a space where they could be themselves and actually talk about things that matter to them, whether it's related to school or not. And it also sounds like it helped them communicate more efficiently with each other and probably did well, did you see any like significant changes in how they engaged with school because of this position? We did see a lot of great significant changes uh, with the start of it. It was during a change of administration and also during a change of lunch detention. And a lot of the students were not happy about the consequences that were becoming more readily available with the change of administration. Um, and what we saw was a huge decrease in the mountain students that were referred over to lunch detention. Once these talking circles started, first thing in the morning at 8 o'clock a.m. during their advisory classes. Will you, um, will you just explain what you said a little more about they didn't like how certain things were handled administrative-wise? Like, what was, what was going on? Was there, like... Uh, punishment policy or what was yeah what was happening there it was it was more wrapped around a punishment policy and they would get referred to lunch detention um whether being a few minutes late to the class or whether needing to get up and ask permission to use the restroom or something like that um there was a lot of different reasons wrapped around the referrals for lunch detention but the restorative talking circles brought them a safe place to be able to discuss what they liked and what they didn't like about the current policies. And there was a huge decrease in the amount of students referred into the lunch detention because teachers were also a part of the talking circles along with the students. So the teachers got to hear about their dissatisfaction for how that was going down, which contributed to the decrease in lunch detentions. To summarize that, they were able to change the way the policy was administered within the school. Yes. Thank you, Cassidy. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. I love I love hearing that. And then I know some people have this question too. I still do sometimes, which is, you mentioned the youth board is part of the continuum, but I don't know that everyone knows what the continuum is. So if you could just 
summarize that a little bit for us? The Town of Taos has the Town of Taos Continuum Juvenile Justice Advisory Board um, that makes all important decisions regarding the preventative and interventative programs of the continuum in the Town of Taos. The preventative programs are Girl Circle Boys Council direct services of group um, group settings of three or more students and is available one to three times a week and is served fully by Youth Heartline. Interventative programs for youth that have had a run-in with the law in intense case management. So as a whole, the continuum's goal is to offer these programs and direct services to be able to decrease any kind of detention or any other further run-in with law enforcement um, and hope to decrease the numbers so that detention rates are lowered. Thank you for sharing that, Danielle. And then just to wrap up the youth board portion of this, um, who would, like, if someone from the ages of, like, 16 to 24 who has had a run-in with the law or a minor citation, uh, who would they contact to get involved in the youth board? Thank you, Kasti. Any youth at this moment can contact myself directly. Um, my telephone number is 505-617-1719, and my email is D-A-N-I-E Vanderpool, V-A-N-D-E-R-P-O-O-L, 777 at gmail.com. Perfect. And is there any other incentive for youth to be involved? I remember you mentioning, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but is there um, a dollar incentive for joining the youth board? Great question. Yes, there is quite a few different incentives. Um, the main incentive until funding is no longer available as a stipend, all executive positions will receive $25 for attending a meeting and all members will receive a $20 stipend for attending the meeting. Well, thank and you, Danielle. I feel like I feel like I definitely understand the, the youth board a little better. And I hope whoever is listening, whether you're a parent, a teacher, or a student yourself or a young adult, um, please feel free to reach out to Danielle. I will leave her information in the description in this podcast. For those who are listening on the podcast side, on if you're listening on KNCE, I hope you had a pen or pencil handy so you could jot down that information. And if if you could either reach out to her or if you want, you can reach out to me as well and I can contact her. And my email is Cassidy, C-A-S-S-I-D-Y at TausAlive.org, T-A-O-S-A-L-I-V-E dot O-R-G. And I would be happy to send along any questions or interests to Danielle. And before we close this, I just wanted to ask Danielle, is there anything else that you wish to share with our listeners? Um, any any events coming up? Any deadlines for things to sign up for, etc.? Thank you, Cassidy. I would like to share that with the youth board, um, it is an exciting opportunity for our youth to really give them that powerful voice and to be able to experience different experiences with each other to 
to even possibly just increase their speaking skills and and have this on their resume, um, whether you know they decide to go to a trade school or maybe a college or whatever they decide to do in life, it definitely can be beneficial to them. Um, and I really want to send a huge thank you out to you for being such a huge part of this initiative. You're greatly appreciated. And also thank you to HRDA and also thank you to Youth Heartline and every single member that's on the Town & House Continuum Board and also the Town & House Linda Perry. Um, she's such a great woman to work with and it's been such a delightful experience to really experience a different community. I'm excited to be engaged and to move forward in building um, this initiative for the youth. So thank you. Yeah, of course, Danielle. Super stoked that we met and also stoked that you were able to just take a few moments to share a little more about the youth board, spread that information. And for if you are listening, I I would love to see a youth board established here in Taos. And um, for my main reason is what you already echoed is that if you do join, you have more of a voice to make changes within systems and how how our system actually treats uh treats this age range and is it specifically just with the law or is it also in general like kind of like in return with the school and whatnot yes that is a great question typically it's more involved with juvenile justice um, because that is the focus but if your schools in the town of house or tells were to collaborate and really work with the continuum programs and make referrals to the programs to be as a first tier to truancy level, um, then yes, it can definitely be changes within the school system as well, as long as the school also sees the need for that change. Perfect. Um, so what I'm hearing is if, let's say, like the high schools get on board, if they're like, yeah, this is necessary, and they agree to help refer students to the program. Um, that that could help establish more changes within the school. And and if they yes. don't have that, then it's changes to juvenile justice outside of school, just within the town of Taos. Yes. Thank you, Cassidy. Of course. Thank you, Danielle. Okay. I really appreciate you coming on here. I really appreciate you just showing up and sharing this wealth of information with us. And if anyone has any questions that end up popping up in my email, I'll definitely send them your way. Um, so thank you again, listeners. Uh, this is House Talks. My name is Cassidy, and today's guest was Daniel Vanderpool. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you're staying cozy in the middle of this snow, and I am loving it, and hopefully staying hopeful. Um, yeah, I think times are still a little wild, but uh, I have hope that people are uh, finding ways to nourish themselves and take care of themselves during this time. All of my gratitude to all the listeners and to you as well, Danielle. Have a good one. Thank you again for listening to today's show. If you had any questions or comments about the content we explored in our conversation, send me any questions you have to the email that I will link in the description box. I also want you to use that email if you or somebody you know has a story or a subject that you want to talk about that fits under the umbrella of prevention, wellness, empowerment, and trust me guys, the umbrella is actually pretty big. So if you do feel inspired, don't hesitate to reach out. Until then, I'm looking forward to sharing more stories and conversation. And in the meantime, take it easy.